Hi, and welcome back to Late Bloomin' Love, the podcast about finding love when it's about bloomin' time. I'm your host, Amanda Klang, and on each episode of this show, I speak with a guest about love and relationships to find inspiration, encouragement, and ways to overcome barriers to finding love at any age. That's because I'm single too, and I have been for a long time. So I feel like it's a moment for me to try dating once again, and I'm hoping the guests in this podcast will help me find my own late blooming love. If you're in my shoes, I hope it helps you too. After each interview, my friend Shelly Morgan joins me for a check-in. She's been married for a decade and dated up a storm before that, so we're pretty much opposites when it comes to love. And since we're coming from such different perspectives, we always have lots to say to each other. But first, let's meet today's guest, a woman who found love in front of the cameras as a contestant on a Quebec TV dating reality show. Vicky Tanguay met her partner on Si on s'aimait, which translates as, what if we loved each other? Her story is next. Vicky Tanguay, welcome to Late Bloom in Love. Hello, Amanda. <laughs> so, Vicky, you were on a TV show. It's called Si on s'aimait. It was broadcast throughout Quebec, and you... You were kind of a contestant and you found love on this TV show. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> I know. Um, you were 50 when you did the show. Correct? Yeah, yeah. a year ago. Right. So why did you want to do this? <laughs> because I'm silly. <laughs> um, honestly, it's because at the age of 50, at one point you think, okay, did I do everything that I should do to find the right love for me? Most, most of my life, I was single. And I met, you know, some very interesting uh, men through all those years, but never more than a couple months, mm-hmm. sometimes a couple weeks, sometimes just one night. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, but at, at one point, I was committed to... Um, to be with that man um, that we got married. Right, you were married, right. Yeah. And later, right, in your 40s? You were in your 40s when you got married? uh, I was uh, 47 uh, when we split. So we were married only two years. So Vicky, when you applied to be a contestant on this this reality show where you had the possibility maybe of meeting someone and and falling in love, um, when you applied, you were recently divorced and you I think you told me a friend convinced you to apply so what were your expectations when you started filming this tv show honestly at the age of 50 after being for a year and a half single again I want to have fun I just checked what was about that show and they were offering to do activities and to know better yourself and so I thought, you know, I'm, I'm single. I have lots of time. Um, I, I, I love to do activities. 
and maybe who knows i can meet someone very interesting and uh and the most like the most important thing when you apply they say do you want to break free do you want to break your patterns and that was it i didn't know at that point but that was exactly what i needed right. so that was that was the main focus i would say okay well good for you <laughs> i mean amazing it worked out beautifully but you didn't know no. going in so it took courage um, and actually, you didn't even know going in if you would be the woman chosen, because the idea is you would be paired up with a guy, but there were several mm -hmm. women mm -hmm. candidates, and you were just yep. one. In the end, you were chosen. <laughs> he chose yeah. you. Why? What did he tell you? This is Francois, who is yes. now your partner. Yeah. He told me after that um, it, it was the eye contact that we had. So he met five women. We met, we gathered like one after uh, the other, he met us in a great restaurant and we start talking as we would know, do uh, normally, <laughs> but there were, uh, yeah. there were like a couple cameras uh, around us. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, um, but from that, from that moment, I knew I would have fun. So I just focus on the fun, on the, um, the way to do things differently. And honestly, when I met, uh, Francois, he was not corresponding to my um, criteria, not at all. Of an ideal man, he was no, not your physically, ideal man. I mean, no. <laughs> and and he told me yeah, that me yeah. neither. <laughs> so both of us, we were willing um, to just just go on a different path, just to see how how it will uh, lead us. You know. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. Okay. The two of you fell in love in front of the TV cameras, <laughs> but it didn't happen immediately nope. as you're, I mean, it wasn't a love at first sight and it wasn't even a, a quick acceleration. And part of that reason is because this show, this reality show had all kinds of rules restricting your access to each other. And this is some of the things um, that you mentioned. So you can't touch each other off camera or maybe not even very well, whatever <laughs> touching is on camera. You're not supposed to text each other and you're not supposed to spend time together away exactly. from the cameras. So what impact did those rules have for you on your experience? To me, it was uh, the, um, the impact like in my life because I thought that the faster I will be close to the man <laughs> and, I'm, I'm, and I'm talking about physically, the faster I'll know if there's a fit or not, because I'm an emotional person and, and very intense. And I want to know if physically, you know, we are attracted to each other. And so that's, that's what it was my pattern. How this rule helped me is that I was not going as fast as, as usually I was. And so we install what Louise, the therapist said, um, the intimacy before right. everything else. So then when you know the other person, um, what are his um, limits and uh, where he suffered the most. And it was also helpful for me to show my vulnerability. Nice. So important and such a different way of getting to know somebody than we experience if you're meeting online, mm -hmm. you know, when you meet a total stranger online and kind of have to decide if there's an attraction pretty yeah. quickly to know if you want to keep investing more mm -hmm. time but you guys had this long period of weeks yeah. where something was able to grow yeah 
I watched some of the show and I remember a scene where the two of you um, meet up in a, a shop or a cafe or something. It's early in the film, like it's early in the, in the series of, of episodes. And uh, before, I think you're allowed to do any touching. And I didn't know when I was watching, I didn't know about that rule. But what I noticed was Francois's look of absolute delight when he saw you <laughs> in the store or in the place, wherever it was. But what I want to ask you is, when in along this process did you start feeling feelings mm. for Francois? You know, when, when did your heart really start opening to him? This moment that you're talking, it's the, the first cafe that we took together. He invited me over a little cafe um, not far from his, um, his uh, home. And um, there was something very special that happened for our first, you know, official date. But I was really, really rejecting anyways, any sort of being maybe interesting into this guy who was eight years older than me. For him, it was clear he was looking for a, a woman. To me, I was just, uh -huh. at the beginning, I was there to break through my patterns and making sure that I would never do the bad moves again that I was doing for years over and over and over again, you know. So so do you mean, Vicky, that he was interested before you were interested? He was interested in you before yeah. you were interested in him? Yeah. Okay, okay. And then when, when did you start um, to feel the, um The activity of the surf um afterwards mm -hmm. so we had a drink and he was wearing his shirt with the salmon color and this shirt on him just like radiated his uh his kindness that's exactly i oh. saw through what he was wearing and his face and the fact that we had so much fun and he was you know all happy and his eyes and his smile when i when i walk you know to the bar I saw him dressed like that. I was like, oh, you know, he's an handsome man. What I didn't saw before. And when he said, um, you know, to me, it's important. I want to have somebody in my life and she's going to be in, the, in my heart first. So it was clear for him that he was ready to, to let me enter into his life. And to me, it was clear that I got an invitation, a clear invitation now. So this is where the click for me start. Very interesting. I want to ask you a question about the therapy because that's really integral to the show. But when there's this very exciting segment uh, after the scene where, where Francois is wearing the uh, salmon colored shirt, you guys go hang gliding together. Uh, yeah. What was the impact of the hang gliding experience? The fear brought us very close to each other, totally. Totally. And, and that was not my, my purpose, of course, and that was not my intention when I said, here's the idea, we're going to do this. And he was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He was so in fear of doing that. And, and to me as well, I've never done anything like that. And like big heights. Yes. You didn't, neither of you like heights, it turns out. Yes. And, and as I told you at the beginning, we were challenging each other about let's do something different. Let's try to see if you can follow me type of thing, you know. And I... And can you imagine, I have um, motion sickness and I just didn't think of that at all when I planned the activity. I just went there for the fun. And so it <laughs> appears to me once I was in the, in the, the, um, the sky yeah. that I felt, oh my gosh, what am I doing here? You know, I'm so gonna <laughs> be sick. So I started the first one 
And he was blamed, you know, he was really frightened because <laughs> you went first yeah. with the trainer and then he was going to go after you. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, um, and so I waited for him, but when I land, I really felt like the shock of that. And I thought, oh my God, what did I do? And why did I ask Francois to do something like that? You know, I was, I was mad at myself. And so I waited for him a couple minutes that it, they were like hours for me. And when he landed, oh boy, I just ran, you know, to him. And, and I, and, and I grabbed his hands because we were like, <laughs> we were like on the, 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 the ground on boat the ground. and he was shaking and he was crying. I was like, oh my God, I'm so, so, so sorry. You know? So at, at that moment during this activity, we both um, knew that we wanted to take care of each other. Oh, Oh, nice. <laughs> I love it. Um, so Vicky, I just want to ask you about these therapy sessions, because this was integral mm -hmm. to the show. I know for one part of the show, each person had their individual sessions with this therapist. Her name was Louise, and she was a, an expert in relationships and also mm -hmm. sexuality. And then you both had, you had sessions together with Louise as the show progressed. So how did these therapy sessions help or change things? Like what impact did the therapy have for you? What it helped me, it's right at the beginning. Uh, she helped me to see my patterns. And uh, mm. I knew, you know, I was taking notes. It, it was really, really uh, for me, the um, a, a point of no return. So I thought no matter what, I don't want to return where I was before that TV show in relationship. So to me, it was very, very important. Plus she had a way to, to bring things very simply, really like, okay, how did it go this week? How did you feel yourself? And her sentence that really um, came to me often and I still thinking of that is keep the balance between your head, your heart and your body. Mm. Did, did working with Louise, the therapist, stop you from like closing the door on the relationship were there moments when the vicky from the past would have just said oh no no i'm finished with this i don't want to do this and and the therapist helped you exactly continue? exactly and i was not even naming that clearly when i was closing doors but she pointed out she was like okay vicky you're you're closing the door now can you see yourself like you just you, you're you're doing sabotage right so let me lead you. Um, there was like some moments really that uh, I, I want to stop everything. I cried a lot. So the, the good thing is that therapy helped us. We had like the practice, <laughs> seeing each other, doing activities, exchanging to each other, communicate. And I was able to do the analysis part with Louise to be able just to go through that. Lucky. I think we all need that. Yeah, that's exactly. You know what? This show, the way it's built, everybody should have that. <laughs> when we start a relationship, boy, it's such a treasure to have someone that really is like they walk through you to that, you know, and they, they, they walk you through um, the, uh, the, the breakthrough of your pattern. So Vicky, just give me a sense of the timeline. Like the, the filming was many weeks. When, when did you... Um, like, when did you start being romantic with Hazel? Like, I don't know, you got to kiss him or whatever. <laughs> I mean, what, what was the timeline? Yeah. So we met May 3rd. And uh, a couple of weeks after, I would say the fourth week, I think, fourth or fifth, fifth week. 
um, I invited him over to my place. I made a great dinner and he brought me uh, 12 different uh, colored roses because I'm a colored person, mm -hmm. a colorful person. And uh, yeah. I made a very good um, meal to like put all my heart into preparing that. And, and Vicky, can I just ask at that point, had you kissed no, him? No, that's where I'm coming to. So what, so okay. we're, what happened is at some point we went to the kitchen and he, he hold me, you know, in his arm very, very strongly. And he said, you know, you know what I, what I would like to do now. And I said, let's do it. And <laughs> all that on front of the camera, you know, and he looked at me and he laughed and he was like, are we supposed to, can we do it? You know, type of, you know, in his eyes, this look. And so I came, I came in front of the camera and I said, bye-bye. And then I grabbed it and we just went outside the, the, in my patio, on my patio. And, and we kissed each other for the first time. But of course the camera was just, you know, trying to find, you know, where we were and, and to, to keep that moment. So literally we surprised everybody, you know, from us, ourselves and the production. And of course, you know, the, the, the spectators, you know, when they, they saw the show. So this was the point where we thought, okay, we're no on the friend zone anymore, you know. And, okay. <laughs> That's a great story. I think, I think if I remember well, it was at the fifth week, within 11 weeks. Okay, the fifth week of 11, your first yeah. kiss is on camera, surprising yeah. to you both. When did you feel like you were a, a couple in some sort of, like, did you decide together that you were a couple during the, during the filming? No, not to me. Because <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. again, you know, I was rejecting that. I was just, you know, even if it was something cool, I was like, okay, it's because of the cameras. It's because of the TV show. We just fell in love into the romantic show thing. So, you know, I was doing sabotage. And, um, but uh, they offer us a weekend in a little auberge, two nights, uh, that they were um, filming just half of it so leaving us just us together to live what we had to live <laughs> this is where we consummated <laughs> without the camera yes <laughs> of course <laughs> um and um and that was at the eight week I, I think and this is how like we really felt oh okay i think we are a couple <laughs> but but then we had a very big clash Oh, so and on front of the camera also, of course. And um, that night, it was it could have been our last day night together. And I was I was ready to stop the experience totally. And at that point, I knew this was my main pattern at the point where life is asking me to be engaged. That's where I'm running away. You know, I'm, I run, I run away so many times in my life. So, but the difference, because we shared our intimacy and we share our patterns and we were listening and communicate well, then I said to Francois, okay, this is it. Take my hand, help me to go through this wall because other, otherwise I'm not going to break through and I'm going to continue and return to my old patterns. Mm. And for him was, okay, you're rejecting me fine, I'll do it the first. So I'm taking my bag and I'm leaving your place. You know, it was 3 a.m. in the morning. We had that fight, you know. And, uh, and so both of us, we, we look at each other. We say, oh, okay, this is what's happening to each of us, you know, when we start a relationship. 
And because of the, the tools that Louise, you know, um, taught us through the experience, then we were able to say, you know what, this is our first misunderstanding, our first fight, our first time of being vulnerable to each other. Let's, let's go through that together. Oh. And so it was a, like, it was literally a, a point where from that on, we know that we can do something together. Like you can overcome a conflict. Can, or overcome. Exactly, exactly. But I was still rejecting the fact that um, he was my boyfriend. I was his girlfriend. Did he call you? Did you call him your boyfriend during the show? No, not during the show. But at the end, on July 13, closing the show, I said, you know what? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have a boyfriend now. <laughs> so you said it at the end. <laughs> Yes. So all, all this was happening, all this filming and all these experiences you guys were having together was in the spring and summer of last year of 2021. Yes. Yes. And then people were able to watch the show and see each like step you were taking each chapter in the fall. And I think the final show was in December. Yep. So, and these were people across Quebec who were watching you guys. So what was the, the reaction from the public, from the viewers, when they realized you guys were a couple? This, this show had resulted in yeah. a real relationship. <laughs> what was the reaction? It was such a big wave of love. Because the, 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 the part, you know, we, the part of the contract also, it was to not say anything and to hide ourselves, like, during the show to to give the chance to the viewer to, to have like uh, the entire experience of seeing people get falling in love, you know? <laughs> so you had to be, it was a secret. You it was a secret. And, but they told us, you know, you can, you can walk, you know, outside like together, but try to stay like as friends that they like, don't kiss each other, you know, on the corner of the street, you know? And, but people, when they met us, you know, <gasps> my God, you're still together. And so we were like, well, we're good friends. You know, we really had a good experience and we're good friends. So we were keeping them, you know, thinking. Keeping them guessing. Yeah. <laughs> and so when the show ended on December uh, 2nd, um, we are in something with the, uh, the production that they, um, they announced, you know, on, on the big uh, uh, fan page of Sion Seme that we were still together. We received like hundreds, thousands of messages you know comments and people that were so happy for us and it was it was really stunning by knowing mm. that we and to me I was so I was afraid about the reaction of the public for that because it was exposing you know my life my private life you know through the province and we have been told that at some point there were over 800,000 people watching the show and it was four half hours a week so it, like for 11 weeks, so it was a big, long show. You know, we were in people's living room for the entire fall. And because of, of the COVID, you know, people, they were in their living room <laughs> watching TV. So, so what happened is most of the viewers, they are in my range of age. Um, so women, single, um, uh, professional, uh, they want to be in love, but not at any price you know and so they saw themselves through me and and I think that's what happened is that um they saw the potential so it's it's kind of give them the hope that if it happens to an ordinary woman as Vicky on the tv show like that it can happen to me so it gives hope I think that's what happened that's what happened 
Um, and for Francois, um, he was such like a, the, the, the great guy, you know, next door that, you know, someone who's, who's there for you, um, very easygoing, um, not intellectual for a minute, you know, like very uh, handyman, yeah. uh, not a perfect, uh, well-built guy type of thing, you know, it's, it was just like a, a Quebecois, normal Frankie boy, you know, type <laughs> of man. And so for women, I think they, they, they just saw um, into him that, yeah, he, they start saying, I'm looking for my Francois. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So people, they were reacting a lot about that love that we were just printing. You know? yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So Vicky, you and Francois have been together now for more than six months. I think this qualifies so far as a fairy tale ending to the TV show. So tell me, is a fairy tale ending possible for real? Um, it's a fairy tale ending, but be aware that could also be a dragon tale. Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> that um, the fire of the fear is never too far. And so um, after eight months of fairy tale uh, story being together, after that, you really have like, like you really see the other person as a normal person. Right. And you just, you're just going through all sorts of obstacles as everybody. But uh, we're still challenging each other about uh, inviting him for an activity. Okay, we've got a date, you know, on, on Thursday. I don't tell, I, I don't tell okay, you what it's going to be. So, so we kept that and we definitely kept our uh, tools. Um, the, the, the toolbox, it's, it's always next to us. But from Louise. Um, from from Louise. Yeah. From Louise. And um, we both have like to always uh, use different tools at some moment. So it's not because we went through that that it's over it's nice and no, well, no it's, it's, no. it's no. ongoing work you have to keep working yes. on yourself and yeah. together the element of surprise sounds really good and all the fun stuff you're organizing yeah. sounds that's that's i uh -huh. think what they recommend to keep yes keep relationships mm -hmm. fresh and energized mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well i'm just delighted for you it's such a wonderful story it certainly is encouraging i'm a single person <laughs> i love hearing this story and i like how grounded and realistic also you are mm -hmm. So what advice would you give to a person who was in your situation, whatever it was, nine months ago, a single woman in midlife, interested in finding a relationship and finding the process a little bit, a little bit challenging. So what advice mm. would you give? And I'm going to try and take this advice. A <laughs> um, couple things that come to me, that come to me, do something totally different. Mm. because it, there's no way you're going to you're going to have a, a different results if you do the same thing all the time so keep in mind that if you have a pattern yeah the way you meet a guy or the way like the the kind of the guy that you're attracted to yeah. then do a 180 degree just go on the other side mm. try something different to see to give you a chance to maybe have different results. And I would say so. I would say that first. And then, and then you know, woman, we could be so intense into <laughs> searching for the right 
charming prince, you know. Right. <laughs> so just be lighter in that and, and have, have fun, you know, within getting to know yourself through the, the relationship that you allow yourself to have, you know. So it's, it's not about finding the perfect guy. It's about, it, it's about giving your true self to get a real relationship. Very well put. So by trying something different, do you mean hang gliding? <laughs> no, maybe well, not. <laughs> if, if you have to do so, do it. <laughs> okay. Vicky, I'm going to ask you to leave us with some last words for all the, all the single ladies who were watching you on the TV and watching your beautiful story with Francois and thinking, oh, I want the same story for me. I want the same experience. What are, what are some last, last words you would leave us with? Believe in love. <laughs> okay so it's still possible it's still possible if it was possible for me it's as I was you know closing all doors it's definitely possible for anybody thank you Vicky it was wonderful <laughs> to talk to you oh merci Amanda <laughs> thank you Shelly Morgan Hello, hello. Thank you for being here on yet another episode. How are you? I am simply fabulous. <laughs> All righty. So Vicky Tanguier, Quebec TV reality star who found love. I will tell you something that I really liked about her story, but also kind of the setup, right? Because it was, a, I'm, you and I have been talking about online dating. This is very different from online dating what Vicky did. And for example, the fact that there were all these rules that restricted mm -hmm. her access to this total stranger she met, a nice fellow named Francois, who she had no interest in initially at all, but they couldn't see each other outside of the, the context of the show. They couldn't communicate and then they couldn't touch each other. And it was also COVID. So there were like legal health restrictions on, yeah. on touching and being very long in each other's company. And that went on for weeks and weeks. She said that that was helpful because it forced her to get to know him in a deeper way before starting like a romantic, uh, sexual relationship. And I got to say, Shelly, that is perfect <laughs> for me. I think I need to, I need to live in a world where, where there, where I'm on a TV show and there are all those rules all the time. I mean, without the crew. No, I don't need the, I don't need the camera crew. <laughs> what else? What else uh, did struck you? So what struck me? the most was the role that the therapy therapist played yeah. um, in them navigating their own past yeah. um, individually and then giving them the tools that they are currently still using to yeah. to, to navigate this journey of relationship yeah. uh, for me after my husband proposed to me he said we have to do premarital counseling if this is going to work and we did premarital counseling for two and a half years. Wow. There were days when I cried, nights when I cried, when we were angry. I was like, no, I can't do this, you know. Um, but I, we learned so much. And that those uh, discussions still provide context for how we behave, how we discuss wow. our marriage. Um, and ha I think having that third party that mm -hmm. can allow you to see things um, in a different angle, a different light, um, and, and share with you from their experience. Right. 
um, how to go about certain things and what would actually benefit you. So the relationship does have, I think, a, a good chance of riding the storms. Right. Um, I asked her for a little bit of advice the way I do when I speak to people. And uh, she, <laughs> I think you agreed with her advice. Do something, whatever you're doing now, do different. Don't do the same. And it's true. If you keep doing the same thing, you're likely to get the same result. So after, uh, after Vicky said that, I was looking at uh, some books actually about the, the topic of next episode, which is attachment in relationships and in mm. attraction. Yeah, yeah, we uh, speak to a kind of a therapist, psychologist fellow. And uh, so I was looking at a book all about attachment and it, it suggested some strategies and it wasn't saying do it differently, but it was saying, why not try these things? And I realized, ooh, I am not doing these things. I should try these things. Well, let me hear, let me hear. They're pretty straightforward, but it's basically hate number one, don't play games like no. be straightforward in your yep. in your communication and for me that's difficult if i feel vulnerable and if i if i feel interested in somebody oh all i want to do is run away i don't like i want to see them but i don't want to see them and so when i'm in the process of getting to know somebody uh i will have a tendency to conceal my interest as opposed to being more straightforward you know like and yeah, yeah. So having the courage to be a bit more direct, and then you want somebody who's going to respond positively to your directness. If they run away or say, "Ooh, you're not cool. You're you're letting me know how you feel." Well, that's maybe not not the right person. I don't know. That's I, what I'm going to no, tell myself. I agree. I agree. You you need to play your cards. Um, yeah. And sometimes that person running away is your be- is the best thing to happen to you because that's three well, four months of your time, and you're like, yeah. huh. So you're like, okay, next swipe. Right. Right. Near miss. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, Speaking of all this stuff, Ms. Shelley Morgan, you're a TV star yourself, my dear. You are in this really cool CBC documentary series called The Big Sex Talk, which is multiple episodes. And you and Garfield are in the first one. It was an amazing experience. Um, we talked about our monogamous relationship. Um, and I think prior to us, to the crew coming over to, to have that interview with us, we really discussed our marriage and you know how we were, the way we were, as in our family influence and our expectations as children going into adulthood. And even the conversations that we have and the the the, the, the demands that we make from each other and of ourselves that contribute to that agreement, because it is an agreement right. between two people. Um, as I, I, Again, once you're happier and in love, whatever shape or form, it's fine. The right. beauty is that you agree, That's that right. you are you know, in agreement with that mm-hmm. one person, that two person, that same sex, that other person, you know, um, and as you say, full disclosure, you know, say what it is yeah. and live your truth. So it was a wonderful experience. Well, it comes across. It's you guys are just you're too adorable. It's, it's really <laughs> it's really great. I know you won't watch it. You tell me you won't watch it. No, we're all watching it for you. 
<laughs> one day you'll watch and you'll be like, oh, I look so good. Yeah. One day. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm just going to say the name again. So anyone listening will know to check it out because anyone can watch it online yes. on cbc.ca. The Big Sex Talk. Episode one. <laughs> episode one. Absolutely. And all there are several episodes all touching on different topics and people yeah. can watch all of them. Very exciting. Very, very the first exciting. One. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys, they start off with you. They start off with the best. What else are they going to do? I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, my friend. Absolutely. Uh, I also, I just want to say, I also got the pleasure of seeing you because we do this virtually. We don't really, we we talk to each other from our respective homes, but we got together on the weekend. So fun. We were with other friends. They took a lovely photo of you and me, which I shared shamelessly on social media, (laughs) but we got to, I wanted you there for another reason, which was, I was given a gift from the, uh, the guest last episode, Monique Polak, who's the she found love on her 50th online date and she wore all her lucky things to go including and lucky knickers and socks and so she gave me and you were there she gave me a pair of socks and you were the one who noticed that the socks had hearts beautiful soft delicate hearts that's your lucky socks those are my lucky socks I'm definitely gonna have to be wearing those as I go out on the town (laughs) yeah that was really sweet of her I know what a, what a love she is. All righty. Well, listen, my friend, uh, you gave me last time we spoke my marching orders, 25 online dates. Yes. Not, not as many as Monique, but, uh, and if, listen, if, if an opportunity to be on TV comes up to me, I guess I'll have to take it. Vicky did it. You did it. You maybe, just that'll, have to. maybe that'll be me for next, but for now I'll just try and keep with the online dating. And, uh, I've got, we've got our next episode coming up on attachment And I will look forward to the next time I get to see you in person. And I hope you keep well until then. Same to you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much to my guest, Vicky Tanguay, who found love in front of the cameras as she was filming the TV dating reality show, Si On S'aimait. And thanks also to my friend and co-conspirator, Shelley Morgan. Your good energy inspires me each time we talk. This has been Late Bloom and Love with me, your host, Amanda Klang. Thanks so much for joining me here. I'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. Meanwhile, you can find out more about the show and catch up on past episodes at latebloomandlove.com. That's Bloomin. B-L-O-O-M-I-N. You can also leave comments or questions there. We'd love to hear from you. And be sure to check out our Facebook and Instagram pages, Late Bloom in Love. Catch you next time.